Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is an express train, and the next stop is TMG. Welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. everybody and welcome to another episode of TMG that's tell me something good I'm your host Travis Patton senior hey real quick guys before we begin don't forget to visit our Facebook page that's tell me something good with the capital T guys before I get started as always I want to give the biggest shout out to my wife my lovely wife Nicole who is my greatest supporter and without her I could not be doing this show as successful as I am. He's a big cog in the wheel here, guys. So, big shout-out to you, Nicole, girl. That's a shout-out. I know you're listening. Guys, uh, all over the world, this show is being broadcast uh, in a very short time uh, in, in great countries all over the world. I am so thankful and so grateful that the show is being broadcast uh, in well over almost five dozen countries right now. So, and it's continued to grow because of you. Uh, thank you for joining. Uh, whether you tune in every Thursday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time here, or maybe you're listening on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify or Pandora or Google Podcasts and so many more, and you're listening and you're saying, man, I love listening to the show. Or maybe this is your very first time tuning in and your first time listening to me. So if it is, I'm glad that you are here and that you're joining the show. You are the reason that the show is here, guys. Like I said, my name is Travis Patton Sr. And I'm your host here today on TMG. Tell me something good. Guys, Um, I am always excited to come before you and share some good news and some good things. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Guys, today's topic, as we're going to talk about, as you saw, it's called Color in Between the Lines. Yeah, I know you may not know where I'm coming from. You may think I'm coming out of left field with this, but today's topic, guys, is Color in Between the Lines. Before we get started, I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, how many of us uh, can remember being a child and coloring in coloring books or on a piece of paper? 
How, how many of us remember being a child? Remember when you was a kid? Maybe you were at home or you were in school or, or maybe a loved one's house. Or maybe sometimes when you even when you go out to the restaurant, they'll give the kids a piece of paper to color on. How many of us uh, can remember being a child and coloring in coloring books or maybe coloring on a piece of paper? I, I know I do. It was huge. Uh, my sisters always colored better than me. Um, didn't matter. Uh, I, I was the youngest one in the house, so they always colored better than me. My pictures never came out as great as theirs. Uh, they tried to show me how to do it, but uh, it never came out as good. But I, I remember uh, uh, as a kid, that was huge when I was coming up, uh, being able to get coloring books or uh, pieces of paper to color on, whether it was a blank sheet of paper or whatever it was. Uh, I remember it being really huge uh, when I was little. And, and even though our artwork wasn't quite ready for the Louvre Museum in France, right? Uh, we thought we had created masterpieces. Kevin, can you remember that? You would color, you would spend your time, maybe lay down on the floor or at the kitchen table or at school at your desk. You would swear you had just created the best masterpiece or the next masterpiece that they would be talking about on the news. And even though our artwork wasn't quite ready for the Louvre Museum, we thought we created a masterpiece, right? I, I know I did. We felt good about it. And it doesn't mean it looked good, <laughs> but we sure felt good about what we had kind of created. I mean, colors would be everywhere. I mean, you, you can find pink dogs or purple cats and, and an array of colors of all types and, and combinations of colors. Then it would come down to those whose picture was the best. Now, come on, you remember that. Then it came down to a contest of whose picture looked the best. I already told you. Uh, when it came to the contest of who picture looked the best between my sisters and I, uh, they would win, hands down. Uh, I'm not afraid to say it. I don't feel, listen, there's no shame in my game. They colored better than me. Most people I knew colored better than me. So, no shame in my game. So it come down to whose picture uh, was the best. And if you were like me, if you were kind of like me, and uh, you, you liked the color, but you weren't the best at it, <laughs> but you liked it anyway, if you were like me, and sometimes you colored the grass orange, uh, then it wasn't going to be a good day for you, because they would never let you hear it down. They were always talking, oh, man, why did you color grass orange? You've ever seen orange grass? Who's ever seen grass orange? So if you were ever like me, uh, you kind of sometimes color the grass orange. And that's what this episode is about, guys. Uh, that's what this episode is about, color in between the lines. Uh, this episode, uh, as I begin to think about this, I was sitting down. And, and I think I was just thinking about coloring in a coloring book when this episode kind of came to me. I began to think about it and kind of putting it together. So, and I began to think about what it means to color in between the lines. And I began to think about um, sometimes coloring in, the, in between the lines didn't always work out for me. 
Uh, maybe you were one of those individuals that calorie in between the lines didn't always work out for you either. But I begin to think about what that truly meant um, to color in between the lines. I remember being a kid in school, and I remember my teacher teaching me, and she would always say, color in between the lines. If you're going to color, stay in between the lines. Stay in between the lines of the picture. And I remember asking my teacher one time, and I said, why do I have to stay in between the lines? There's more picture on my paper than what's in between the lines. And she said, well, that's just how it's supposed to be. That's how you color. You color in between the lines. So I did what I was told to do. Uh, so it came about this episode. This episode, guys, this episode is it's dedicated to those who, who have ever felt like outcasts because you may do some things differently. Because you may do some things somewhat differently. I told you, when we would color the pictures, then it would come a time where we had to try to figure out whose picture looked the best. You know, then they would judge the picture. Here I am with orange grass. I saw the grass as orange. And, and I told you, if you color that grass orange, sometimes if your picture wasn't the best, it wasn't going to be a good day for you. They weren't going to let you live it down. And so this episode is dedicated to those who, who have ever felt like outcasts because you may do some things differently. Uh, this is also, episode is also uh, dedicated to the risk takers, the trailblazers, uh, and the explorers. And to those who aren't afraid of being a little controversial, rather than trying to fit into the same, made into some same old or some made-up narrative of what someone else think you ought to be. So, if you are a trailblazer, if you're an explorer, if you don't mind having a little controversial on your name because... You are an explorer because you don't go by the rules all the time. Then this episode is dedicated to you. Now, I'm not saying we should have anarchy. What I'm saying is sometimes we might have to color outside the lines. So let's kind of dive into this. Let's color in between the lines, guys. Let's go ahead and begin coloring in between the lines. So. And for me, and I know many who's listening and those watching, many of us, we, if we want to be honest with ourselves, many of us, we can be honest with ourselves. Uh, for most of us, coloring in between the lines can be a challenge. It, it was hard. It was difficult for me. Uh, and, and I'm not talking about because I had the fat crayons. I had the skinny crayons, you know, or the colored pencils. I had the ones that looked like this, and it was still kind of, kind of difficult for me to kind of color in between the lines. Mine's always end up looking like this. Yeah, you see how the colors are kind of getting outside the lines? And, and if we could be honest with ourselves, for the most part, most of us, uh, coloring or staying within that narrative of what people think we should be, is challenging 
trying to maintain the role that people have selected for us, that people have pre-selected for us is challenging. And let's be honest, a lot of the frustrations that we feel and pressures that we have come from the pressures of trying to fit into the narrative that someone else has already chosen for us. It's like having a part in a movie and they assign your part without you having any say-so. They tell you you're going to be this. You're supposed to act this way. You have to color in between the lines. And if you have a certain ethnic culture, you must act this way. You must be this way. We, we did this when I was growing up, or we did this when we was in school. This is how we supposed to be if you're of a certain ethnicity, or if you're from a certain side of town, or if you graduated from a different school. And they, they have these predeceived or preconceived narratives of your life, and that if you go anywhere outside those lines, it won't be a good day for you. Then your story automatically changes. So we can be honest with ourselves, for the most of us, it's been kind of challenging keeping up with the narratives that people have about us because it changes all the time. People's idea of who we should be changes all the time. That's why we can't let our self-worth be dependent on what other people think about us. Think about it. Each time you get a different job or you get a raise on a job or a promotion, then their, then their perception of you will change. If, if you get a new house, their perception of you will change. You just, listen, all you have to do is act like you want to buy some new clothes and watch their attitudes about you change. You don't have to actually buy any, just talk about it enough and their attitudes will change. That's why we can't allow our self-worth depend upon what other people's attitudes or perceptions that they have picked out about us be. Maybe the issue isn't we aren't all great artists. I wasn't a great artist. I wasn't a great colorer. I'm not a particularly great artistic person. If you ask me to draw something, I'm not particularly artistic enough to get it and to get it. I know what it looks like in my head. But getting it down on paper is something different. Isn't it? That's how it is. We know how things look in our mind. And sometimes when we put it on paper, it doesn't look like everybody else's. It's kind of like cooking a recipe. You can get the ingredients like everybody else. But when you get through it yours, it tastes a little bit differently. Maybe so maybe the issue wasn't that we aren't all artists and we aren't going to be all artists. So maybe the issue isn't we weren't great artists. And have and, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna make a side note right here. To all the people when you were growing up that said your artwork was terrible, that said your coloring skills were lackadaisical, that said you lacked great talent, don't feel bad about it. Forgive them. 
Because if you weren't an artist, it was supposed to look that way. If art wasn't in you, it wasn't supposed to look great. It wasn't supposed to be done by like Michelangelo. If you are not an artist, that's the best it can be. Let them go, forgive it, forget about it. And I know they may have made you feel bad because your work wasn't the great, your, your artwork wasn't the great. Maybe it wasn't that you aren't a great artist. So let that go, okay? So let's get back to what we're saying. Maybe it's not that you weren't, we weren't great artists. Maybe it's conformity doesn't work all the time. Maybe it's conformity doesn't work all the time. Maybe that's the reason. Think about me and my orange grass. In my mind, the grass needed to be orange. Everybody around me was coloring hairs green. But this particular time, I wanted my grass to be orange. And that's how I saw it. Doesn't mean I was going to break any laws of nature. This means that at that time, conformity wasn't what I needed. Wasn't what I needed. So the more we try to fit in, the more we find ourselves sticking out. I mean, I was always, and because, and I know why, because I was always the shortest and the skinniest and the smallest in the room. I always tried to make myself fit in with everybody else. I was a big component. I was always a big component of trying to be like everyone else. I, I was. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to pull it back and just be honest here. I was always a big component of trying to fit in and be like everyone else. I absolutely was. But each time, uh, each time I did, I always seemed to be the one who stuck out. I always seem to be a little bit odd. And even, listen, and each time, each time I try to stick it, fit in, I always seem to be the oddball out. Is there anybody else that the more you try to fit in, the more you kept sticking out? You know, it's, it's kind of like uh, wearing clothes. And the more you try to tuck your shirt in your pants, the more it just keeps coming out the side. You, you tuck it in over here, and it comes out on the back. You tuck in the back, and it comes out on the front. And that's kind of how it was with me. The more I tried to tuck in my differences, the more they came out, the more they showed. And even if I did, even if I was successful at getting it all tucked in, at some point my differences would stand out. And someone else usually could see I really didn't belong. And no matter how I tried to argue and say, yeah, yes I do, I belong with everybody else, the more it didn't work out. So I began to embrace the fact that I was different. I began to embrace the fact that I'm just different. No matter how I try to fit in, no matter how I try to tuck it in over here on the right side or tuck it in on the left, somehow, some way, it's going to show. So I began to embrace the fact that I am just different. I'm going to do a side note here. And you know I love positive confession. Confess this right now or put it into chat or 
if you're listening, just say it with me. I am different. Yeah, yeah, you're different. I am different. I don't care what side of town you Listen, you may have been born on the same side of town at the same time, but I am different. Embrace the fact that you're different. So I began to embrace the fact that I was different or or maybe 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 you were like me. Okay, maybe you were like me. Uh called an oddball or, or strange or or weird. Listen, when I began to in, in embrace the fact that I was different, when I began to embrace that fact, this is this is what I call home. I would rather have the peace that I have from accepting myself as an oddball than struggle with the stress and pressures that come with always trying to adjust to someone else's opinion. I, I'm going to say that again in case, in case you missed that. I would rather have peace. I would rather have the peace that comes with me accepting myself as an oddball then rather struggle with the stress that always comes with trying to adjust to meet someone else's opinion of me, right? Maybe, maybe, and I'm going to think about it this way. Maybe when each of us were created, maybe, just maybe, when each of us were created, just maybe uh, God wasn't trying to make us like anyone else. Maybe. You're a different height than your siblings in your family, or you're a different height than your parents, or maybe your feet are larger, or your hands are smaller, or maybe your hair is shorter, or you have thinner eyebrows or thinner lips. Because maybe when God was creating us, maybe when we were being created, that He wasn't interested in following. A previous pattern. Now I get it, you get genetics from your parents, but maybe he wasn't interested in following any previous pattern. Could it be, could it possibly be that you are the way you are because God was coloring outside the lines? Maybe you're taller because he was coloring outside the lines. Maybe your hands are larger because he was coloring outside the lines. Maybe he wanted you to, maybe he wanted you to look like them, have some traits of them, but be yourself. Listen, there will be times, and listen good, there will be times when Coloring outside the lines will be necessary to bring some color or some perspective to your background. If all you colored was the picture and left the background blank, the picture would have no perspective to it. All you would have is a Beautifully colored picture in the background would be blank. I, I think about great paintings.
you know, I think about great paintings, and we think about um, the Mona Lisa, okay? We think about some great paintings by great uh, artists, and when we think about these artists and these paintings that we people talk about all the time, and they, 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 they teach you on it, they teach you in history, they, they teach you in art classes, and when you think about these paintings, you don't have just the picture or the painting of, of, of Mona Lisa. The background is color to add some perspective to the painting. So maybe we need to color outside the lines to add some perspective to it. If all, if, listen, if all we colored was in between the lines, then the only thing, the only thing people would see about us is what we bring. They would never have a broader perspective of us. They would never consider that there's more to us. Listen, when we, but when we are willing to color outside of the lines, what you are showing is there's more to you than meets the eye. Listen, coloring outside the lines is just another way to take the biggest risk of all, the risk to be yourself. Listen, in the face of other pressures um, to, to be like everyone else, in the face of the pressures to be what everyone expects you to become, it's the risk we take each time we, we, we speak up for what is right when those around us want us to be silenced. It's, it's the risk we take when we dare to be different. And most think when you want to be different, that you want to be difficult. Let, let, me, let me dispel that myth. Most people think that when you want to be different, that you want to be difficult. And that is not always the case. And let me ask you a question. And I want you to think about this. Can you think of a time where the situation, maybe you were at work or at home or wherever it was, maybe something that just came up, that popped up. Can you think of a time where the situation called for something different? Can you think of a time where the situation called for something different and we found out that different worked out better? So this is really not about, you know, staying true to who you are as much as it's about discovering and understanding that there's more to any of us than we know or have been taught. I'll give you an example. I'll give you a quick example of what I mean, okay? Uh, how many people know what anchovies are or heard of, heard of anchovies, okay? Anchovies. Now, when I was growing up, for, for as long as I could remember, I always heard those, those around me say that anchovies tasted terrible. They tasted terrible. They were horrible. Those weren't the things you wanted. They were bad. They were awful. They tasted terrible. And they were the worst, some of the worst things you could eat. Every, when I was growing up, I heard this. This is what they taught me. I was taught anchovies were awful things to taste. And I stayed within that narrative about anchovies, even though I had never seen them or tasted them myself. 
but I stayed within the lines of the narrative about them. And anytime we had pizza, I would say, don't add those nasty anchovies. Uh, until one day, uh, I was at a friend's house. Uh, I was high school, high school, probably about 17, 18 years old. So uh, one day I was at a friend's house. Uh, we had all gathered, a bunch of guys. He just listened to music, watching movies. And his mom decided to uh, get pizza for everybody. And, um, and immediately I said, no anchovies. Well, my friend said he liked anchovies. And I, <laughs> he asked me, he said, have you ever tried them? I said, no. And he said, look, you got to try them at least one time. He said, before you talk about it, you got to at least try it. So I tried it. I did. I tried them. That day I tried them. Changed my world. From that day to this one, I like anchovies on my pizza. What I'm saying is, if I had stayed within that narrative of what I have been taught, I would have missed out on a, an experience I could have had. A lot of times, the things that we taught as we're children, uh, whatever it may be, uh, if, if, you're of a, if you're of this culture, if you're of this ethnicity, if you're brought up under this, uh, you know, you stay in this lane. You stay in your lane, they stay in their lane. If you stay in your lane, you'll be fine. You stay, stay. Sometimes you have to, listen, even the best drivers sometimes have to switch lanes. Let that sink in. So let's get started, guys. And we're talking about coloring. In between the lines. So let's get started. I remember uh, it was a common thing. It was a common thing when I was a child in school to get a copy of pictures from the teacher to color. Now, there wasn't enough coloring books to go around, so they would make Xerox copies uh, from books and uh, pictures or whatever and pass them around to everybody. And if you got finished with your work early, uh, they will allow you to do one of two things. You could either read a book or color. There were no video games. There's no computers. Uh, so you could either read a book or color. You read or you colored. So this particular day, it was raining outside, and we were taking a test. So I already knew that there would be no recess because of the rain. Uh, so I sat in my seat. I remember, uh, I remember sitting in my seat, and I took my test like, like everybody else was taking a test, you know. And as the other kids finished, some people grabbed books, and others were coloring. So I remember, I, I remember finishing my test, and I asked to color. Yeah, I wanted to color this day. And so my teacher gave me uh, a coloring page. Remember, I told you. We didn't have coloring books all the time. We had coloring pages. So I remember she gave me a coloring page. And my teacher, she gave me, uh, so I went and grabbed, I think it was a box of crayons. I'm going to grab a box of crayons to begin uh, my work of art, right? I was determined I was going to create a masterpiece, a work of art that surely they would hang in a museum. Well, at least, if not a museum, at least the refrigerator at home, okay? It can, at least it was good enough for the fridge. So uh, I had a picture of a house 
uh, with a tree uh, um, was beside it, and a sun sign and a bird was flying in the sky, and I started coloring, making sure I stayed in between the lines. Yeah, I, I, I did my house one color. Uh, I colored the sun yellow. I colored the tree trunk brown. But then, but when I went to reach for the green to color the leaves on the tree, there wasn't a green. Now here I am. I've got the house colored, got the tree trunk colored, I got the sun colored. But I'm trying to color the leaves on the tree green, but there wasn't a green. Well, asking someone wasn't an option, right? So. Some people were still taking the test. So it's not like I could go around in class and ask for a color green. So some people were still taking the test. So I sat there for a while trying to figure out what to do because I wanted to have my leaves green today. So that's when I noticed uh, the bird I colored. I used a blue crayon to color a blue bird next to a yellow sun. So I colored the bird blue next to a yellow sun. But while coloring the sun, I had accidentally colored outside the lines. And my blue and yellow got mixed. But that wasn't my biggest discovery. I saw something I had not seen. Where the yellow and blue came together, I saw the color green. I, I, I saw the color green. I thought that that, that, I thought that can't be right. I, uh, surely I'm looking at something wrong. So I turned the paper on the back, right? I turned the paper on the back where the picture wasn't. It's just a blank side on the back. So I turned the paper on the back and I scribbled in blue. And then I scribbled on top of it with yellow and sure enough the color green appeared and i had this listen i felt like i had discovered america move over everybody else i just discovered america y'all or at least something i didn't know and i flipped the paper back over to the other side and began coloring the tree blue then I added the yellow, and my green listen, and my green tree was there staring me in the face. Now, if I only colored in between the lines, I would possibly not have discovered on my own that when you mix yellow and blue you end up with the color green. Now, I'm sure maybe down the road somebody would have told me, somebody would have taught me, but if I had not that day colored outside the lines, I would have never discovered for myself that when you mix yellow and blue that you get green. That, listen, there is a difference between being taught something and self discovery when we are taught something we rely on information from a different source or from someone else but when we find it for ourselves 
Listen, when you find out for yourselves, it stays with you longer. My grandmother used to call that bought sense. Listen, when you find out for yourself, you retain that information a lot longer. There's nothing like the power of self-discovery. Listen, you can say, listen, it doesn't matter how many times people say that you're successful. It doesn't matter how many times people say that you got it going on. If you don't believe that yourself, you've got to come to the conclusion that you are somebody. You've got to come to the conclusion that you matter. You've got to come to the conclusion that you have your own worth. It does not matter how many people say they love you until you discover that you love yourself. If they walk away, it won't matter. If they turn their backs on you, it won't matter. If they turn and go the opposite direction, it won't matter. There's nothing like the power of self-discovery. So then I began, listen, listen, I discovered it. I discovered that mixing yellow and blue gives you green. So then I began to mix different colors on purpose. <laughs> I did that accidentally. Then I began to mix different colors on purpose, y'all, to see what I could end up with. The point I'm making is this. I began to wonder what else had I been missing on simply because I limited myself to only coloring in between the lines. Is it possible that we have been missing out on some things because we're only are willing to color in between the lines? Is there a situation that you can honestly say, you can honestly say might have been better or turned out differently if we didn't just color in between the lines, meaning if we weren't so rigid about some things, if we were, if we weren't so unwilling to be flexible, if we're going to be able to have a broad perspective, sometimes we need to be more flexible. And so when I begin to think about coloring in between the lines, I begin to think about something. I begin to think about the fear of being different. Yeah, I begin to think about the fear of different. And I know we all have faced it. We've all had it. And I know some people can fool you or trick you as if they've never had any fear of facing anything different. If you move into a new home, into a new neighborhood, you don't know how it's going to be until you start living there. Into a new relationship. You don't know how it's going to be until things start going crazy. Listen, we all have had it. It's natural. It's human. So now, as I was creating or beginning to write this or put this episode together, this episode, I actually thought about calling it No Anchovies, Please, because of something different. I thought about, because of that experience with our anchovies, I actually thought about calling it No Anchovies, Please. 
but I didn't. I kept the title as it is uh, because I wanted to show that there's very little difference between our fear of being different and having the courage to stand out and trying something different. Our minds processes that fear in the exact same way. Our minds can't distinguish the two. They both restrict us from becoming better versions of ourselves and from discovering something, dis discovering something and possibly new about ourselves. If I had not eaten those anchovies that day, or if I had not eaten those anchovies that day, I would never have discovered that they go pretty well on pizza. Uh, and if I had stayed in between the lines when I was coloring, uh, I would have, listen, uh, I would have missed out on discovering something new to me. I didn't invent the color green. I didn't say I invented the color green. I discovered another way to get it. Maybe the way you're, we're trying to achieve some things because we're so rigid, we're so unwilling to be flexible and so unwilling to pivot, so unwilling to change, maybe we aren't seeing what we should see or maybe we aren't seeing what we hope to see because we're too afraid to color outside the lies. Maybe we don't want the controversy of trying something different. Maybe the problem isn't that you don't have the skill, that you don't have the talent, you don't have the ability. Maybe it isn't that. Maybe the problem is we're staying so much in between the lines that if we were to venture out and color outside the lines, we would discover that the yellows and the blues would give us the greens we're trying to see. Maybe what we're hoping to see will only come if we're coloring outside the lines. Guys, sometimes the only way to truly make the good times worthwhile is when we dare to color outside the lines. Guys, it's that time again, and as always, it's been a real blast, guys. Look, don't forget to visit our Facebook page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. And don't always, listen, don't forget you can always tune in and listen, guys, on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and so many more. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and for listening. And as always, in parting, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I'm out of here. Peace.